From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August 24th. 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. In this segment, we are going to talk about what to do when a hurricane hits Florida during your vacation. It's a timely topic because... There is a Category 3 heading right for us as we're recording this, although the current projections now are that it is probably not going to make landfall and it's going to turn out into the ocean. But uh, we've been living here long enough to know that uh, these things literally can change like the wind. Not only that, but even though if it's offshore, we could still feel we'll get the bands. bands of it yep. and things like that. The good, the good news is that all projections now are saying that it's going to be so far off of the peninsula of the Florida peninsula. That we're not going to get it? That we won't even get the bands. So. I have a funny story to tell you. We were recording while you were away, and Scott, this was the one before this one, I think it was Harvey. It was Harvey, yeah. Hurricane and Scott Harvey. mentioned that there was a, a hurricane barreling towards Orlando, or for, towards Florida. And John said, listen, let's not scare people. Let's not tell them it's barreling towards Florida. Because it was all the way out in the ocean. Right, and Harvey came nowhere near us. It went down into the Yucatan Peninsula, I think. Well, we were watching the news last night, and what does Diane Sawyer say? Hurricane Bar- Irene is barreling towards Florida. So, yeah, just, just understand that that these are predictable, and it's too far out, and you never know. But well, I think it's timely that we... Just let me correct myself. I said it wasn't going to make landfall. It does look like it may make landfall in the Carolinas. Right, right, right. It's um, not going sure. to make landfall in Florida, which is really all I care about. And the Carolinas always get it, it seems, every year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I still think, I mean, that Charlie, the first hurricane I went through, they had it going one way, and it turned within minutes and yes, went somewhere else. Absolutely. So I'm of the mind, until it passes Florida, then I'll relax. Until then, it's like, be aware and be prepared and hope well, it doesn't come I just here. don't like to see the panic. No, exactly. Right, right. And no one of the panic. things to keep in context is that in terms of Orlando, we are in the middle of the state. No matter where a storm comes ashore on Florida, by the time it gets to us, it is usually quite weakened. The minute one of these storms is over land, it weakens significantly. Um, and that doesn't mean that there aren't high winds. That doesn't mean there isn't danger. That doesn't mean that there aren't things you need to be concerned about. But in terms of seeing a Category 3 or 4 storm uh, over Orlando, extremely unlikely and very unusual. Even a few years back when we had... 2004? Uh, in 2004, when we had the eye of three storms pass right over downtown Orlando, which has never happened before. That was my first summer here. That's yeah. a, that was a really? heck of a summer. It was. Charlie was the really strong one. That was the right. first one. The well, first actually, one. it was. here's the thing. is Charlie wasn't... Um, much weaker or stronger than than one of the other ones that came after it. The difference was it was the first one. And because it had been so long since anything had passed over this area like that, of that strength, that a lot of trees were toppled, which took down power lines. 
um, and caused a lot of havoc. Um, the two subsequent ones that came in the weeks after it, the weakened trees had already fallen. Um, and so we didn't see as much damage. We didn't see power lines down. We didn't see because the first one, Charlie, we were without power here for seven days. Charlie yeah, was also we a very fast-moving storm. Yeah, Hurricane <laughs> Francis was the size of Texas and lasted here for four days. We had the effects of Francis for four. That's the reason we didn't go on uh, an Alaskan cruise. We had booked an Alaskan cruise and couldn't get out of Orlando. They they closed the airport the day we were supposed to leave. Yep. So y'all. Nervous, scared, worried? I'm just, you know, uh, I've, I've been through enough of them now that they don't scare me. Um, obviously, you want to be aware and cautious, and there are things that, as a homeowner you need to do. Um, I just, I, this never fails. These storms come when I'm traveling. And for me, that's the worst thing is that the thought of not being here. Yeah. And, you know, something happening and, you know, not that Max can't take care of stuff, but you know there are things that you know. There are decisions that have to be made. Right, if the if the roof yeah. collapses, you know, he's going to be he's going to be like, okay, what do I do? Um, so there are there are issues like that. But as a homeowner, you have to make sure that there's not that most of the damage is done by falling trees or flying debris. Yeah. I, am Am I alone in this? I, I'm, this may be a weirdness. Anybody else think, to a certain degree, hurricanes are kind of fun? Yeah, I know. I'll agree with you. The first time I did, till no. yeah. till my tank died. But. To me, yeah, I don't want to say that. When we first moved here, this we moved here in July. The second day of school in August was canceled because of some hurricane was coming, and it never happened. And the kids thought it was the best thing in the world. Oh my gosh, we're out of school, you know. And it was like a storm up north, you know. You go, yeah. you buy your bread, you buy your, yep. you know. Right. And I was in the grocery store Sunday. And water was scarce in my right. Publix. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, are they I already? was just going to say, the thing I don't find about it is they're inconvenient. People get crazed, and you can't buy milk. As soon yeah. as you hear hurricane, they start buying gas and buying milk and right. bread. And The yeah. other thing that bothers me is it's like Christmas Day after your presents are open. Everything's closed, and there's nothing to do. Yeah. 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 So it's like... But there is nothing better. There's nothing better than the weather at a day after a hurricane. Yeah. Because it just like clears everything out, and it's like this bright sunny sky. And John understands this. What they always tell you about which quadrant of the hurricane you're going right. to be in, and you don't want to be on whatever uh, side, west yeah. side. Right. You want to be on the, the northwest quadrant is always the worst because it's always the strongest winds because right. it's picked you, up the water. But there's one that you're on, and it, what it does is it sucks all the, the upper humidity. Left right, is the northwest. Yeah. Right. yeah. So what happens is usually what happens with a storm like this one, when you see the path of Irene, she is going to suck the moisture off of the Florida Peninsula. And so there's not going to be humidity? We won't have humidity. We'll have dry weather. Beautiful. Well, i got to tell you, it hasn't been bad since I've got back. It really hasn't not been. Not really, no. The last couple of days we found the pretty brutal. Really? Yeah, yeah I have too. It was far worse before we left, I thought. Oh, one, yeah. One of the scary things for me with a hurricane is that there's always the possibility of tornadoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yes. of the way right. the winds are right. whipping around. And, and I don't live, know why. And you live in St. Cloud, and they, sh- they target St. Cloud for some reason. I was going to say, if you hear that there's a tornado anywhere in Florida, turn on the TV, and John and I will be under that. Warning. <laughs> yeah, really? It's like tornado, or we're like in Tornado Alley. St. Cloud is always the one that's headed for St. Cloud. And it always seems scarier if it comes over us at night, too. 
you know, because yeah. you can't see, see. what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what Charlie was, because I can remember sitting yeah. in the bathtub. Katie and I had bought plastic Toy Story helmets. We were just, it was sort of like a party, and it was our first Oh, there's article. a visual. <laughs> really? <laughs> Katie and Kathy in the bathtub and with had, helmets. Yeah, please tell me you were both clothed. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I had, I had put a sign up that it was our situation room, and I had run a phone line into the, <gasps> the bathroom <laughs> so that in case the power The situation off, room. Oh, Katie, you had a situation with my colon. <laughs> but it, nothing beats sitting in your bathtub hearing the shingles blow off your roof. Seriously. Yeah, and it took, the first one took about half of the shingles off, and the wow. subsequent ones took... Pretty much ruined the rest of the roof that we ended up with. The, there were the blue, blue tarps. When you would yep. fly into OIA, you would see the blue tarps. For a year. Oh, yeah. for longer. I oh, mean, eventually yeah. they had to pass a law saying they're now illegal. We had you to wait 18 to- months to get our roof done, but the government had op- Operation Blue Roof, and the government came out and put the tarp up on my roof. So and destroyed. it lasted way longer than all the cheap tarps from. But they oh, really? came in about they 10 minutes. They used government plastic. This plastic was much made with thicker. government cheese. But I like that blue roof. I thought it looked cool. And so I, now I, that we've learned from from Kathy what not to do, put on a Toy Story helmet and hide in your bathtub. What should you really you should do? Probably tell do people what we should do. Well, that was the room with no windows, and they yeah. tell you to go into the room with no right. windows. Right. Now so. these are not considerations for people who right. are staying in hotels. Um, right. Your the, casual traveler should not take no. this extreme. You got to because the first thing that everyone needs to remember is that any commercial building, especially a hotel built in Central Florida, mm-hmm. is built to withstand a Category Five storm. Actually, Disney hotels are even stronger than that. They are um, Disney hotels are built for catastrophic weather. Yes. yes. Wow. And you are in, especially on Disney properties. Kevin just pointed out. You are in the safest possible place you could be anywhere in this area. We took You're far t- safer than I am in my house. Mm-hmm. We took a tour one time, and they explained to us that they could empty the park underground in under six minutes. Wow. That's that amazing. If there was an unusual circumstance, they could empty the park underground into complete safety in under six minutes. Wasn't it six minutes or was it ten minutes? I don't remember what it was, but it's yes, fixed. Wow. And they do have ride-out crews in the park. They mm-hmm. have ride-out crews for like all the buses so that the minute they can reopen or they need to have them, they can dispatch everything. So Disney's... Disney dealing with extreme weather is like watching, truly watching a military operation yes, unfold. Um, they trained for this. The p- policies and procedures are in just ingrained into anybody on any of those crews. You were on one of those crews. Was, yep. Katie's, Katie's done several. Um, and it's like people know where they're supposed to go, what they're supposed to do. Um, and especially I remember, I remember clearly during Hurricane Charlie, uh, the number of cast members who lost their homes while they were working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were, they were working because they were trying to make sure guests were safe. And, you know, whereas, you know, somebody else might say, uh, well, look, I, I certainly hope everything here is okay. I'm going to go home and make sure my house is okay. Yeah. These guys stayed. These guys stayed and these guys made sure the guests were safe, guests were taken care of. They put guest service ahead of their own homes. And I've never forgotten that. And that's, 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 a, that's special. That's when- one of those things that bug me on the boards. And I'm, I'm sorry if you're one of those people. But the ones that go, I survived Hurricane Charlie. And I think of, like, all of us 
that it was our house. And I realized being in a hotel and that, that can be scary and stuff. But all the cast members who put themselves out to be in those hotels to make sure that the guests were all taken care of while stuff was going on at their own house. I'm pretty Don't, sure my well, I'm, I'm pretty sure my tag is I survived Hurricane Charlie some yeah, more ice cream. Yep, yep, it is. But don't tell me, you know, like, think of all of us that actually had something to lose. I realize that was your vacation, but don't tell me you survived Hurricane Charlie. When Hurricane Francis came, they were predicting that this was going to be the hurricane to end all hurricanes. Right. John and I and my folks actually went and stayed in a hotel because we thought the hotel would be safer than our own homes. And when we ran out of food in the hotel, we stayed up near Disney. The only place we could get food... Do you remember where we shopped? Animal we shopped Kingdom. in the Animal Kingdom Lodge gift shop. We got our, our food wow. from the Animal Kingdom Lodge gift shop. They had donuts and milk and Yeah, I can cookies. remember like going to Walmart and there not be anything in the whole frozen food area and the shelves were all empty. And I can remember being in a line at a McDonald's that had opened for a short period of time and there was like a line for people because there was no food around. So while you might be inconvenienced on your vacation, these are not considerations you have. You don't have to stock right. up on water. You don't have to worry about those type of things. There are some things you should do. Right, absolutely. Right. Um, we should talk about first, if you're going to be traveling during those times, make sure you understand what your um, hotel and your travel uh, airlines and those type of things, what their policies are for change and cancellations. Um, we looked at Disney, Walt Disney World hurricane policies and in a nutshell it's very very liberal mm -hmm. pretty much if you're going to cancel because it's a hurricane they're going to allow you to cancel without any penalties with without. or without insurance well, correct however one hurricane of the things policies you, override your insurance okay. one of the things you have to keep in mind is they're not going to make that decision until closer to your trip right right if you hear that there's a hurricane off the coast of africa Disney's not going to put this policy in place. Their, their hurricane policy went in place when? Wasn't it just yesterday yeah, or the day say, before? It, it depends, too, on what the storm is and how hard right. how, uh, the size of it and also where it's located. Their policy is seven days uh, within hearing that there's a uh, hurricane of a certain potential. So say um, you're traveling in the season that hurricanes would arrive and your only reason to buy insurance would be because of the hurricane, would would you not have to get it then? I'd still no, get it. No, you still get insurance because there's other things involved. Like illness. Well, well, no, but I'm just saying if, if that were your only, okay, that well, might happen. All you, I have to do is use the example of the Adventures by Disney trip that these guys just came back from. That is the advertisement for buying travel insurance. It changed my mind after that because it, it covers some of the ex medical expenses that occurred. We had not bought travel insurance for London and Paris. And when you guys were talking about what happened. Our, our guests who got sick. Our guests who got sick on the adventure. We went out and we went to insuremytrip.com and purchased travel insurance for our adventure. The London-Paris adventure. Somebody getting sick. Right. And you not having insurance could be catastrophic. You yeah. don't purchase travel insurance just for trip interruption or just for right. baggage. You do the whole policy. Right. So, you know, take a look at Walt Disney World's um, hurricane policy. It's right on their website. It's very clear about what they will and will not do. One of the things to keep in mind is just because you're worried or scared doesn't mean that Walt Disney World is going to do anything for you. 
it's got to be because there is a threat and because it is uh, uh, it's a hurricane warning has to be issued. This is true for stuff. Disney Cruise Line also. Right, mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Line as well. The other thing about Disney Cruise Line is um, people are worried that will the ship sail if there's a hurricane at sea? Yes, as long as the port's not affected, it will sail, but you may change your itinerary. Now, Disney is also, remember we were just talking about this might not hit us, but it might hit the Carolinas. Disney's hurricane policy would also cover, even though it's not affecting Disney World, they would understand that it's affecting your area. So if your flights are canceled, they're they're lenient in helping you. Even though it doesn't affect the direct area. That and, applies for snowstorms and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the same thing with the airlines. It may not, there may not be a, an advisory for Orlando, but there might be one for like along the coasts, like maybe Daytona or if it's on the Gulf side, there might be a travel advisory for your airline. So you really need to look, and the airlines are, are pretty good about that stuff, but you have to look and see if it applies to where you're going. Right. I talked about our Alaska cruise. It was booked on Royal Caribbean. And at first when I called, Royal Caribbean didn't understand. I called a New York City office. And that was just the way the call was routed. And they didn't understand why I had to cancel a cruise out of Vancouver, Seattle, when the hurricane was approaching Florida. And I said, well, have you looked at your television? And then I called back. I called a different number, and it went to Fort Lauderdale. And the man in Fort Lauderdale says, we'll cancel your cruise. We'll give you a voucher. No problems. Call me tomorrow. I said, where are you? He said, I'm in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm locking the door. Goodbye. (laughs) However, so it's a a matter of perspective. You might have to call back and talk to someone else at the airline. Universal has a really good, lenient policy as well. They call it their no-questions-asked policy. So it really depends. Make sure you check with where you're traveling to, who you're traveling with and figure out what the policies are for travel. So that's, you know, if you're going to be traveling during it and you have concerns and about And I'm sure that. if you stayed at a lot of the off-site hotels, they're going to have the same type of a... Right. You know, they're going to be understanding if it's a hurricane. If it's right. just because you don't want to travel, then, you know, you're... Right. No one wants a black eye for mistreating hurricane... Right. Travelers. Yeah. People who are inconvenienced by a hurricane. So now, if you're here, let's say you happen to be here and on vacation and a hurricane is either threatening or is going to hit... Um, some of the things that you should consider is, first of all, don't go out and don't be a gawker and say, I want to go and see what the hurricane does. You want to be safe. You want to stay safe. You want to be in your hotel. Your hotel is a very safe place to be. But people who yeah, always see I, the I, idiots on the beach. Okay. Well, he, I, 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 I won't go that far. But the I had never seen one before. And so for most of Hurricane Charlie... I was on the porch. He was he was he was on the porch with a beer. <laughs> Watch, I mean, and I'm I mean, crap is literally flying down the street. The more I thought about it, it was kind of stupid because you know this and, stuff like could have gotten my eye. Right, and then we had we had at one point, um, what is nor what I normally hear associated with tornadoes, which is, you know, almost like the yeah, kind of, but that change in the air pressure. Mm. Where it feels like you can almost feel the walls of the house like moving. Like a vacuum almost. Yeah. And that's when I got my mother into the inner bathroom. And I went out on the porch and said, will you please, for the love of God, get back in here? And that's when he finally came back in. you got to remember, there's, there's things that 
could hurt you that are not necessarily related specifically to wind or something like that. You might not blow away. You might not blow away, but you could be hit by debris. Down power lines kill more people than you. Exactly. So. I did so, something stupid in my first hurricane. It was Hurricane Aaron, and it was in 1995. And I opened the front door of my house, and it was coming in from the East Coast. And within a matter of seconds... I was soaked through to the skin. The wall behind me was soaked through to the skin. There was an inch and a half of water in my foyer, and I thought, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. So stay in your resort. Again, if you're, if you're in a Disney resort, it's going to be your best place. Um, most resorts will have uh, advice for you. If you're staying off property, they may say to you, listen, we're all going to try to be on a lower level and go to wherever they tell you to go. But also with Disney, because they have their own power, you're not going to run out of power. You're not right. They have water. their own power uh, power plant. They have their own water Generally. treatment. Yeah. Own I did water. not know that. Oh yeah, no. It's it, it it is completely independent of anything else. That all of Orlando could be without power, and right. uh, Disney's, up Disney's and fine. It's also what? common here in Florida anyway. But Disney, all of their power lines are underground, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about down power lines. So you're they thought be about safe all this and stuff. You're going to be comfortable. Even back in 1971, this was. This Disney World was built this way. That's One of the th- couple of the well, things. Well, it also you- helps that you have your own, your own, basically your own zoning board yeah. that you know approves your. If <laughs> you're not you under the do. Disney bubble, there are a couple of things you should do. If you hear a hurricane's coming, you should probably have a flashlight with you. There's a very good possibility that you will lose power. You should probably get some dollars out of the ATM. I was going to say that. Make sure you have some cash with you because if the power goes out, you're not going to be able to get any. Uh, make sure that you have everything that's charged is charged. If you've driven down, you might want to look into buying, and you're coming during tornado or hurricane season, buy what they call an inverter. An inverter is something that plugs into your cigarette uh, lighter and turns your carb power into household power. household power. So you can plug in a coffee, a, pot. A, a coffee pot or charge your cell phone, charge your cell phone, charge up your laptop, your iPad, your way of staying connected. They're about forty five dollars for the, the lowest version. And they go up to like a, over a hundred. See, I've got I, I back in 2000. I still have it. I still use it um, in my car. I have this. Uh, uh, it, it, it's actually a. Uh, it plugs into the cigarette lighter, and it has two three-prong outlets yeah, on I it that. Um, that I can plug plug things into, charge my laptop, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so I, that's where I was. I spent a lot of time with because that's the only place I could have air conditioning. I was just going to say your car is probably going to be the coolest mm-hmm. spot too. So the last thing I was going to say is, if you hear a hurricane's coming, get gas. Yeah, because if the power goes out, the gas goes out. The gas in the ATMs go out also. Yep. And I would recommend like a battery radio just mm-hmm. in case. But if you've got your cell phones now, I have the um, NOAA Weather Radio app on my iPad and my iPhone. So I can, you know, pick it up that way if the TV should happen to go out. Just any of those things that you can have so that you know what's going on. If the power outage is widespread, you might not get a cell phone call through. Right. I can remember having to drive like two miles down the road and stand under one light pole in the corner of the Walgreens parking lot. The other side, I couldn't get reception, but I called one person like back in Pennsylvania and said, let everybody know in Pennsylvania that we're okay, and then that was it, and 
it wasn't until I got to a, a hotel that had internet several days later that I could get in touch with everybody. Important, I think, also let the people back home know, you know, here's where I'm staying, here's what's happening, so that they know if they want to try to reach you or they're worried about you, at least they can kind of keep track of you that way. Because I don't know how you guys felt, but for me it was like I knew I was okay, but I knew that there was a lot of people worrying mm-hmm. if I was okay. So right. if I could, once I got that one phone call out, it's like, okay, now I can deal with all the rest of this. I stuff. also think that what happens is when this happens, the, the coverage of it, it's like the alligator situation. Right. People in other parts of the country, you know, think we've got broomsticks and are beating off the alligators to get to the car. <laughs> it's like when they hear that, you know, this hurricane is coming through. They assume that, you know, the palm trees are all laying on their side and we're all underneath the car trying to save Because that's the picture they all get. Right. They all right. get that right. one stupid weatherman who's in the middle of some giant wind holding on like a flag, flapping what sideways. I, what I've done in situations like that is I've called one person and given them outside of the area and given them phone numbers just so I don't kill my yeah. battery and say, will you just call and leave messages that everybody's okay? And another thing, back to the money, not so much just to have cash but how many people do you hear about that are stranded at the airport because the planes aren't flying and they go, but I don't have any money for a hotel room. You know, leave a little extra in your travel budget so that if you're stuck for a night or two, you're not sleeping on the, the floor of the airport. Because if there's no power, then they can't use credit cards. So right. you've got to keep that in or mind. Or ATMs. Or yeah, you, you just don't have even cash. have the money because you spend it all in. If in you don't have vacation. a little cushion, an emergency cushion, it's my opinion that you shouldn't be traveling. Right. If you're down to your last dollar, you probably shouldn't be going. That's just my opinion. I know that's kind of brutal, but you got to keep in mind that there could be uh, there could be emergencies. I, you got to. There's got to be a buff contingencies. I think it's also important to understand that if you're here on vacation and this is going on. The people you're dealing with at the hotels are under more stress than you are. They're worried about family. They're worried about their property. They're worried about taking care of you. So have a little patience with them. Mm-hmm. Don't get upset if you can't get an answer right away. It's not their fault the power's out. It's not their fault that you know the winds are, are blustering around. So Unless there's an actual medical emergency, your problems are no greater than anyone else's. Right. Right. And I mean, and, and Disney's going to try to get the parks open as quickly as they can. So you standing there going, "But I spent good money for this." Right. It, Disney it, is trying to, to to make it as wonderful as they can for you, also, but keep you safe. Also, keep in mind, it is incredibly rare for Disney to close those parks. Right. Right. Even during a hurricane, um, we've had Category Twos hit us, and the parks don't close. Charlie was the first time in, what was it, ever that it closed? I believe so. That was the big thing. How long was it closed? A day. A day. day. It was, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, they are not about closing their parks. Before that one closed, we went over, if you ever want to go visit a park, especially like Magic Kingdom, go like the day before a hurricane's supposed to hit. There was like nobody in Magic Kingdom. We walked down the street, all of us with our arms out, (laughs) but I went around and I took pictures of everything that Disney had done like how they strap down the lights and what they take away and always wondered what some of these like screw holes were in the cement yeah. and that's where they like strap down the carts yeah. it was just amazing what they did to prepare the parks and then when there was a tree that fell down by the um, monorail station they cut the tree up into three parts and they made it like a hidden mickey so they they still had like a sense of humor think Walters, about I'm think sorry. about this is what they've they've done on stage their backstage is tremendous, right. so they've got to now take care of all their backstages. Walter well. was right. The biggest issue is down power lines, yeah. and the second one is flying debris. Mm-hmm. So 
you really have to be careful of that. That's usually where a lot of home damage is done. Well, some people want to see what's going on. They'll start walking around the parking lot, you know, even if they're visiting. You can't, and especially if it's at night, you can't see a down power line. That's no. how a lot of people get killed. So don't go out wandering thinking, I want to see what a hurricane looks like. It's not uncommon for people to throw lawn furniture in the pool. Right. Things like that. People to strap things down. I think Disney even throws some of their lawn furniture in the pools along the coast. Any of the hotels along the coast will do that. Just safer that way. Than our projectiles. Right. Don't go driving at night. It during a hurricane, don't go out there because it's just, first of all, you'll cause problems, but there's also that idea of the whole standing water thing. You know, you never know how deep water is. You never know if you're going to get stuck in it. I guess the biggest advice is really just stay calm, stay where you are, and just let it pass, and then at that point... They also ask, oh, every year you hear about somebody doing something stupid. After the hurricane, do not go out sightseeing. Yes. If there's a hurricane and there's damage, you're in the emergency cruise way. Mm-hmm. Yep. People do that mm-hmm. every time, though, no matter what the, yeah. you know, the emergency. They're out see, there. I just, I, I, all I do, I don't get in my car. I just walk up and down the block to yeah. see what the damage is. Go right. outside and look Check around. out your neighborhood. Make that, sure your that, then you're not there. blocking emergency. Oh, right. No, I'm, exactly. talking, I'm also talking about if you're here on vacation and, you know, there's no real reason for you to go and And don't be one of the people who drives to the coast to see the big waves. Mm-hmm. And then becomes Swept a casualty. Away. Yeah, you always see that in the videos. People being but that wandering around thing. For me, at least, after the first one, when you would go through like my own neighborhood, and I saw the destruction. And now I'm in Central Florida, like the rest of us are, and saw the destruction. That was depressing. And and to try to explain that to somebody, it's like you can't. We had we had neighbors who elderly neighbor who completely lost her roof and water was gushing and coming mm. in, inside her house like a waterfall. What do you do? You can't. Yeah. There's nothing you can do at that moment. There's nothing you can do except make sure that she's okay. But it, it's depressing. It's sad to see the damage, and it's nobody's fault. People know? love their neighborhoods with huge, big, um, mature trees, right. and it's very sad to go out and see something that's 200 years toppled yeah. over. And it's very easy to topple trees over in Florida. This is not like the Northeast, where trees have their roots have to go deep to find water. Water is very much at the surface here. So what will happen is you'll see a 200-year-old tree just tipped over. It will have a huge root system, but that root system was only a foot or two deep. And also in sand. Right. So it just falls right over. This is sad. Well, I think, I don't think we should look at it as being sad. You know, I think we should look at it as, you know, just be smart figure i jumped up behind Teresa. <laughs> just be smart and be prepared for it you know what and it's not going to be I, I also think there's this idea that you know we're if you've never grown up and seen a snowstorm a snowstorm sounds scary well if you've grown up somewhere else and never had a hurricane a hurricane sounds scary it does to me i'd rather at this point when well, we've been here three years i'd rather wait out a snowstorm than Wait right. for something to blow me away or well, see, blow I, into my window. Or, I feel yeah. like now since that was my first summer and I got four of them. Because, you know, before I moved down, yeah. I guess, well, tell us what you think of your first summer in Florida. And I had four hurricanes. And it's like, okay. That was like, being, that was like a hazing more than anything. Yeah. And I think part of what it did for us was it showed us that our house was sturdy. I would have no qualms about going. This is our old house. I would no, have no qualms about going to our old house and waiting out a storm. Um, 
And because of where that house is located, we had power the whole time. Lost it for a little Hurricanes bit. Hurricanes are far less scary than tornadoes. Right. Oh, Only yeah. because yeah. of the fact that hurricanes, we know about them t- days in advance. Yeah. It gets to the point where we're waiting for them. So by the time they finally get to here, everybody's a little over them. Tornadoes are unpredictable yeah. and invariably show up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I've been through a couple tornadoes and in the Midwest. And that person who doesn't prepare if you're, you've got like a villa that you're staying at, don't be that person on TV that goes, but I don't have any water and I don't have any of this. You had the opportunity to be as prepared as the rest of us. Because you could see it coming, right? Are you all prepared I personally have- in your homes with supplies? The only no. thing we would do is... <laughs> I'm not going to be here. <laughs> the only thing we would do is we would go out and get some water and some, some stuff like that just in case, but I don't see any reason oh, see, to, I to have, be honest with you. I have that stuff... Like stockpile, like batteries, and we've got all that too. Batteries, I, know, yeah. I and did water, and the however, first year we lived here, I had uh, cases of water sitting all over that house. And this year, I got a couple gallons. However, yeah. living in Florida, you better have a flashlight. You better right. have good batteries. You better have a radio because you never know. A you know storm what else is a really good, out. a really important thing to have if you're going to be here. Chocolate. And anybody who's been without power for se- <laughs> that's important over all the time. Anybody who's had not had power with seven for the seven days will understand. You need a good ice chest. Yep. 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 And if you hear the hurricanes coming, screw that bottled water. Get yourself a bag of a couple bags of ice and put them in your good ice chest. That ice will become water. Yeah. But you're also going to be able to save everything in your refrigerator. John just went out and bought a really good ice chest for this season. All good tips. All good tips. Well, thank you, everyone. We appreciate uh, appreciate the information. Uh, hopefully. Uh, no one listening is ever going to need to use it, but if you do, it's there. So that will do it for this segment. That will also do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.